0: In a world between right and wrong, there is only one man. Wait, 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 Cut. We're doing a podcast intro, not another movie trailer. Tom, deep voice. Good, good. A little more up-tempo, okay? And
1: from the top.
0: Broadcasting from high atop downtown anywhere and heard around the world. From garage to garage, shop to shop, and all across the plains of Texas, we are telling your stories, America's hot rod stories, one hot rod at a time. You're listening to the best hot rod podcast here on the planet. This is gears, grease, and gasoline. So buckle up, my friends, and hold on,
1: because your next episode starts right now. Three. go for
0: it, uh, Gary Gibson, G-I-B-S-O-N. You can't let them. let's uh, screwed
1: up. With uh, give us uh, the year and some specs on the car. Uh,
0: 1964 Corvette. Uh, it had a uh, the factory engine in it was a, called an L76, a 365 horse, solid lifter with a four speed Muncie transmission. I took that motor, the matching number motor and transmission out to save them for later. And I put in it a a Blueprint Motors 383 stroker motor, 405 horse with another four speed Muncie transmission with uh, the lowest first gear you could get in the Muncie so that uh, I could have a better takeoff using a 308 rear end gear. Because I took the 370 rear end gear out because I have to drive such long distances to go to shows and cruises, I put a 308 rear end in it. And that's why I put a lower first gear in it, take off easier. Where do you where do you think your uh, passion comes from? Uh, started when I started was sixteen. Got my driver's license. My first car was a '65 Impala SS, three twenty seven, three hundred horse. And I immediately uh, uh, wrecked it, wore it out, and everything I could in one year. And I learned how to rebuild my own uh, uh, engines myself. And do I, I've been doing all my own automotive work on, on all my hot rods since I was sixteen years old. So uh, now I turned sixty-one today. Today's my oh, birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Is that your uh, first car back in the day? Sixty-five Impala SS. Yeah, blue. Oh, dropped to school. and blue. Yeah, yeah. I worked since I was fourteen. Saved up money, and my dad went and got it from a traveling salesman. The uh, I got it in '74 when the fuel crisis hit, and he got rid of it. And it was uh, relatively low miles. Real, very, very nice car. And I, I think I got it for around seven hundred dollars. Really I'm looking at. So, did, did you do much of the work on the vet? I did all the work on the vet except for the uh, seats. I took to an upholster shop and brought back, put in the car. But I do all my own. So it's uh, bodywork, frame off, frame off. Mm-hmm. I had to. I uh, sandblasted the frame. They powder coated and uh, powder coated all the suspension parts. And that's the way I've done all my uh, restorations in the past few years. Jim, is there any other builds on the uh, the horizon? I think so. I think I'll do one more car, something else. Uh, What do you want to do? uh, Gosh, I I may do another uh, Generation 2 vet, C2 vet, or I may do... I've always wanted to get a Karmakie and put a V8 in it. Damn, there it is. And, and, and uh, I've seen—I saw one one time. And it just really blew my blew my mind. So I don't know. I'll, 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 I've got three cars at home to take care of. A '72 Olds 442 that I painted the same way I did this with a wide interior. Oh. It's a matching number car. And then I've got a '96 Dodge oh, Viper matching numbers. This one's a matching numbers and the uh, Oldsmobiles oh. oh, matching. and I also have a '96 Dodge Viper that, oh. that I have. What what's your all time favorite uh, car movie? One oh oh favorite, favorite probably probably uh, hopefully cra- it's mine. Mine's Crazy Larry, Dirty Mary, I think it was called. Yeah, with the uh, Dodge Charger in it, uh, that, that, uh, and that uh, uh, vanishing point. Oh okay. Yeah okay. yeah, those are two of the best I think.
1: What's a what's a uh, feel like owning uh, two? or more
0: hot rods uh when i was younger it was fine but as i get older it gets harder as as i say, to Cube keep on. up with all the cleaning and all the stuff and, and uh, but you always have somewhere you could drive one or the other too what's
1: um uh, uh, what's a uh, part of this uh, car show or trip you've gone to
0: and say your vet last september i drove the vet over 1,300 miles up to Effington, Illinois. Oh, shoot. To the Corvette Fun Fest and drove it up there and back. how did it do drive- uh, I, I was gone five days. It was great. It was wonderful. I'm glad I did it. It was uh, like a bucket list thing to do to drive it somewhere like that. Yes. I got a few uh, rocks rock scratches that I didn't use didn't like but uh they'll, they'll come out but uh it was worth it when I when I get old and I'm sitting in a rest home and I'm crapping in my diaper I'll look back and I'll be glad I did that
1: again yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, tell us uh, a little about building
0: your car uh brought it home took it completely apart every nut bolt washer everything came off of it took took the frame off uh, sandblasted it to, to a powder coater uh the same with all the suspension parts then the body work on it i thought it was my first fiberglass blast job so it was kind of a learning curve and uh, i did uh, body work on it for probably about eight months hundreds and hundreds of hours of sanding and blocking and then i painted it and then a lot a few uh, uh a few hundred hours there uh, blocking uh, color sanding and then uh buffing out to paint uh, for, for several several hours what do you what do you think is your best build so far at the vet my best build was probably I did a uh, very expensive rare car for a collector it was a Pontiac uh, 69 Trans Am I only made eight convertibles and a collector brought me one of the uh, uh, those eight convertibles that I did and uh, it was serial number 105 380 and uh, that was probably he sold that for a little over 2 million a few years ago so that was probably my biggest build that That, I did
1: that's good again tell our uh, readers something nobody knows about Gary
0: Mm. I don't know I couldn't tell that
1: you're you're (laughs) wanting it in only 47 states not not all 50 (laughs) oh gosh I don't know
0: We can uh, come back. I, I, uh, probably that uh, I. Do all your own Soft spot for animals that get dumped. I get a lot of animals dumped around my
1: place. There you go. And we
0: take a lot of them in. And Is there take
1: care of them. somebody out there in the car world today that you really admire? And if so, why?
0: Oh, Lord. there could be several. Tim Foose, can't beat that. Uh, that Ken Dig, he's good. Dick. Kid uh, Dick? Yeah. Chip fish Those are a couple of ones. I really like to see their work.
1: Does your uh, wife share your passion for cars? Absolutely,
0: yeah. She had. Her own card. She own she, She's had several. Uh, she has a 370Z right now. Hey, Texas, you've been waiting long enough. Are you a car guy or car girl that's tired of not getting the credit you deserve on a project or build? Do you have the next cool story or cool build? If so, you need to get the magazine Texas is talking about. You need to get yourself a copy of Busted Knuckle Rod and Truck Magazine for the small guy. Because we are the small guy. Sign up today over at BustedKnuckleMagazine.com and we will see you in the magazine. Busted Knuckle Rod and Truck Magazine is a copyright and trademark of the RPE Group LLC. All rights reserved. 2018. Uh, but uh, she's had a 79 Firebird, and uh, that 72 old 442. I did that's, I did that for her. That's really her car. Ooh. So uh, she she's uh she supports me in anything I want to do. On them.
1: what do you think was your uh, favorite car uh building the
0: Corvette? And what? what was the what name though? What what's your favorite part of the build on the vet? Oh, always doing the mechanical and the and That that that's this like everything. Disassembling. You know. There's nothing better than getting an old car that hasn't been taken apart before and taking it apart. It's like it's like it's like finding an old treasure chest. Yeah. And and, and, and for example, the '69 Firebird I did uh, to find the grocery receipts in it for British Columbia. Oh, geez. it was a Canada GM Canada car. You know, stuff like that. Just just that's pretty neat.
1: What uh, one thing would you do different on a build if you could?
0: Oh, if I could go back and do it again? Uh, uh, There's some places in in the fiberglass work where you get it all straight and perfect. And for some reason or another, it will shrink on you. And uh, I'd probably give a little bit more uh, set time before it got paint on it. To, to allow everything to contract and shrink more, that'd be the about the only thing I can think of as for a body. Your all-time did.
1: favorite car, truck, in way?
0: Favorite car? Oh, I would love to have a '69 Mustang with the 429. Well, wow, what engine? That-, it? that is just so awesome to see that huge motor shoehorned into the compartment. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of my all. That's one of my all-time greatest cars. I'd love to have Jeff.
1: You have any help on this uh, build on the Corvette? And if so, uh, go ahead and tell me. And
0: um, uh, my godson and my wife helped me uh, when I had needed, you know, things like holding the other end of a bumper or something heavy. Uh, my godson helped me a lot, and uh, he, he passed away in June of 2016, 20 years old. And so those uh, that pair of uh, children's shoes that's in my floorboard of the vet. Those are his, and I I leave them there so he can go riding with me wherever I go somewhere.
1: What do you think is the biggest uh, no no when it comes to building a car?
0: Uh, Cutting corners, doing something cheap, getting in a hurry. They will always cost you later more than you ever saved.
1: If you could go back in time and build or buy any car you wanted, what would that be and why? Uh,
0: build any car I wanted. Oh, Mm-mm-mm-mm. Build any car I wanted. Probably find a clapped-out 429 69 Mustang that needed that, that needed restoring. That would be that would be pretty neat.
1: What, what was or what is your uh, main profession?
0: I uh, worked 40 and a half years on the uh, railroad as a conductor. S- started out on the Frisco, then they merged with the Northern, and they merged with the Santa Fe. I kind of retired on the Northern Santa Fe, 40 and a half years. Where'd you uh, grow up at? Fort Worth, west side of Fort Worth.
1: What do you love about uh, Texas? Two words.
0: Uh, Oh, the toughness and, uh, and the uh, climate. There you go.
1: How many uh, car shows do you think you attend per year?
0: I only go to maybe four, four or five. I go to good guys twice a year, and then I go to uh, uh, about four charity shows I only go to those charity type part shows cool. I really not much I, I love going to either cruises or, or good guys those type of things yeah. I, I, I'm just not into sitting around all day and, oh yeah, yeah yeah you know being in trophy jail all day how do you um from uh start to
1: finish um how long would you, would you say that, that took?
0: Well, because I was working and doing it part-time, it took about almost four years. If I was doing it now, retired, I think it could be done in a year and a half. Cool. No problem. And what uh, what's the high school that you attended? Arlington High Time School in Fort Worth. Cool.
1: Have you ever uh, drag-raised back in the day with your buddies, and
0: if so, who was? Uh, uh, I did pretty good out in Kennedale race, race Track. It was an eighth mile track. But uh, I always did pretty good out there. I took, took, uh, I took at least three cars I know of out there. And shame to see that place shut down. It was a lot of fun.
1: Was your uh, dad in the cars?
0: No. No. Are you uh, pretty much self taught? All self taught. Oh, yeah, I couldn't go to uh, junior college to learn body work because of my hours at work. Yeah. So I just went and bought every book and 8-track and tape back then. They were 8-track. 8-track tape I could find and, and learn and basically learn by screwing up and learn by uh, trial, trial, trial and error. And, and, and that cost you a lot of money, but that's the only way I could do it. And then I had a very, very good helper, uh, I mean a teacher uh, named Ed Geoma that gave me... Tons and tons of advice. How do you suppose? Last name G I O L M A. Ed Gioma. He's he's big in the sixty one Pontiac world. And then uh, Auto. There used to be a, a body, a uh, you know, paint supplier in Sherman called Auto Color. And the guys that worked there were absolutely fabulous. They would just have more patience with me. And I went in there and would ask a ton of questions about materials and stuff, and they would tell me what I needed. And if it had been for those two pe- those two mm-hmm. things there, I, I don't know how, how far along I'd have gotten. What's a, a
1: response from the people with the shows with your vet so far?
0: Oh, it's been really good. I, almost every time I've taken it somewhere, I get offers to sell it. And uh, people want to know who did more, who did the work on it. So it's been very good
1: have you or would you ever uh, build cars for like
0: friends or uh people that wanted cars built i have before in the past but uh i don't think i will anymore it's uh there's uh you know that, that that part of the business is uh weird when when people get money problems that's one of the first things they cut if you're right in the middle of a build, and then sometimes gets
1: Oh yeah.
0: Some yeah. people get hard to pay you or something. It it, it creates a lot of problems. So I don't know. I don't know if I could do it on a, any more commercial work anymore. I, yeah. I don't know. And the stress. You know, they're wanting it. They're wanting it in a year, and it. Oh, you yeah. might not be able to get it done in a year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where do you Where do you see yourself in five years? oh just hopefully retired driving to. One or two places a year. They're having a big a big show, you know, like going to hot August nights or oh, yeah. or going up to uh, uh, uh Michigan to the uh, uh, uh what's the big one there on that uh, boulevard? Uh, uh, uh,
1: forget. I'm trying to. Remember.
0: Anyway, they have it up there once a year, and then you got cruise the coast. Yeah, you know, there'll be something to go to every year. But oh, yeah. I hope to go at least one or two a year. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you, uh, collect cars? Collect? Collect cars? No. I, I pretty much keep something for a long time, and I only keep enough that I can take care of. It's so like right now I've only got three. Yeah. At one time I had nine cars, but they weren't all running. Okay. Uh, it, it gets too, uh, it's too, it's a lot of trouble by yourself. So three's fine by myself. You know, take care of. Cool.
1: This is uh, the end zone. Yeah, if uh, there's anybody else you want to uh, tell us about or uh, like tell us anything else for the
0: article, now be the time. Uh, just don't park too close and door down a collector car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you can, uh, state your full name again, last name, and phone number one more
0: time. Uh, Gary Gibson, G-I-B-S-O-N. Thank you, Gary, and we'll see you in the magazine.
1: Hey, folks, you just heard another awesome, awesome interview podcast here on Gears, Grease, and Gasoline Remember, each and every Monday at 5 o'clock Texas time, right here, we take and we drop a brand new episode. So, anyways, I need to pay some bills, say some shout-outs, and uh, kudos, and thank yous. First and foremost, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Turnkey Print and Embroidery, located down there in awesome uh, Joshua. Next, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Matt over at yesterday's uh, diner, right down there in uh, Bridgeport. And then I want to give a big, big shout out to Image Three Hundred and Sixty uh, Graphics, uh, my buddy uh, Scott over there at you know the Print House in San Antonio, Texas. And we have more info for. You know, everybody that advertises right here on the podcast in the description. So when you click on that episode you want to listen to, if you look right there in the description, um, the directions, all that stuff. You know, about the podcast, it tells you a little more about, you know, the people in the companies out there advertising uh, with us. So we have their... Uh, their phone numbers their email their websites you know all that stuff so anyways uh, check them out if it wasn't uh, because of them we wouldn't be able to do what we do come to your small town your small shops and do these awesome awesome you know little uh, podcast interviews with you know all you guys and gals out there spreading the love all over you know pretty much all over the uh, world so um anyways uh go check out our magazine issue number 29 is ready to pop ready to uh, come out uh, later on tonight so anyways that's over at www.bustedknucklemagazine.com. www.bustednucklemagazine.com Dot-com go over there and uh, check that out and uh, we put up a brand new uh, Website, so if it is still not uh, Working yet where you can order stuff go ahead and email me directly at Texas rich at busted knuckle magazine dot-com what's more that's Texas rich at busted knuckle magazine Dot com. We have a lot more interviews, a lot more podcast episodes uh, to come. So remember, each and every Monday at 5 o'clock here at Texas time, we take and we drop a brand new episode. So uh, get it, got it, and download it. We'll see you guys soon. We love you, Texas. We love you, Beyond. Take care.